Hi there, Colleen Hunt from Gluten Free Gold Base and Delay. Um, I want to talk about uh, the FHL again, the Funnel Hackers Live. I talked to you about the, the pros, everything was good, the, the networking was unbelievable, the, the speakers, how Russell Brunson and Todd Dickerson uh, went like above and beyond supplying stuff for all these little perks that you would not would would not expect and and they did it non-stop for us uh they provided a, a free uh a wi-fi a popcorn and pop when we watched movies like it was unbelievable so what i want to go over today is making mistakes um I learned from a mistake in um, when I went to that Funnel Hackers Live event. They had a funnel hacking uh, table. And in the table, they had the two events on Thursday night. And in the table, it was you could have uh, uh, click funnel staff or, or people that were volunteers come by and help you with anything in building your funnel or, or your your pages and what have you, um, your offers. And I was there and I was talking to a, I didn't know why I was there. I knew I wanted to talk to people. And I had my laptop and I was talking to a woman and she asked if I had my laptop and I said, yeah. And she said, um, did you have a funnel? And I said, yeah, I did. I said, but it didn't do too good. It ran for only five days or so. And she said, well, did you have anybody? And I said, yeah, I, like I got like 168, 168 um, addresses. And she said, well, can I look at it? And I said, yeah. Well, you know what? I, I can't make head nor tails out of the Facebook ads. But she looked at it and, and she... Um, understood whatsoever and there, the one that she was looking at had in the five days of the campaign had um over 32,000 views and it had 867 opt-ins which means for techno babble 886 886 people from the 32,000 looked at the the first page that i had posted the ad so to speak and decided to trade their email address for my free, I think it was a ebook that I was giving away. But because I didn't put something on that sales page, which is called a pixel for Facebook, it's just like a spy cam. And what it does is it, um, it saves that email address for you so that you have access to it all the time. And uh, I, I didn't add the pixel to save. save. So because I didn't add that, that pixel thing, I lost those addresses. And according to people that are in this market, those addresses mean everything. Because they're uh, uh, email addresses of people that are interested in your specific product. Or else they wouldn't have opted in or exchanged their email address for the free thing. 
And I went, oh my God. But if you look at on the, the bright side, it was 867 people and that were a lot of people. But it, it, it could have been 2,000 or it could have been 3,000. So it was good to find out now. And we had uh, that woman that had looked at the ads. She, she fixed up my page and, and told me what I'm supposed to do. So it, it's, it's okay. It's fixed. But there's so many different things in life that, that you figure you make a mistake with. And you go, I can't go any further, or am I ever stupid, or what did I do that for? But the thing is, is that it's a small mistake. Mistakes happen. It's, I can think of life being very boring if you never made a mistake. I see people, and I hear of people that are so frozen with the fear of making a mistake that they don't do anything. Their life is in limbo because they're afraid of making a move, either left or right or up or down. And that the, the, their life is frozen in, in hell for that one decision that they made. Like, there's going to be decisions all, all your life. And, and uh, just accept the fact that, that that's what it is. Decisions. Not not written in stone, not um, your life depends on this decision and this decision is going to define who you are for the rest of your years. It's a decision. And if you make a mistake, you make a mistake. But it doesn't have to, and it shouldn't hold you back. Mistakes are how, how you learn, how you make future decisions. On what is good for you, what works for you, and what doesn't. But if you don't try, you, you'll never know. So anyways, that's my two cents for today. I'm at the uh, Las Olas Resort on Playa Barqueta in um, Panama Province. I promised you guys that I was going to post every day, and here's my post. So think about it. Mis mistakes do not have to define the rest of your life. They are just the decision that's made for this time to serve your purpose at this moment in your life. So, Colleen Hunt, Gluten-Free Gold, based in the Lake of Panama, but right now, enjoying the sun and the pool and the surf at Las Olas. Thank you. Bye. Hi there, Colleen Hunt from Gluten-Free Gold, based in the Lake of Panama. And today's subject is looking at what you're good at. Um, I was always raised with the uh, uh, opinion, the family opinion is that everyone has the same knowledge and what you have um, uh, knowledge wise isn't worth anything. And now that when you, when you uh, come for an event that I have, um, you realize that you have a lot of knowledge that can do a lot of people a lot of good. Um, had um, a gentleman, one of the gentlemen that I sat beside for supper at the event, um, he was nice, he was um, nice, he uh, was it uh, polite, courteous. 
Um, him and his partner had an e-commerce business. Uh, they were selling uh, courses in Spain, in Spanish, but they were based in California. And the gentleman was helpful and he talked to me on, on different ways for me to be able to uh, diversify the company. And then I, I see him on the Friday night getting one of those two comma club uh, million dollars for his sales page awards. And he didn't brag about it. He didn't talk about it whatsoever. And actually there was two or three gentlemen that I was sitting beside uh, through the four or five days that did not mention once that they were one of the winners and were so very, very helpful with my questions and what have you. But they had said that, you know, um, if you can't bake gluten-free, maybe what you should do is, is try to find a different way to diversify. And I would say, well, I can't bake. And they said, well, why don't you try stuff like, um, um, I don't know, it's, uh, try stuff like, um, uh, do a course for people that, that want to, um, get into the farmer's market business or, um, uh, show people how they can, um, uh, like, uh, set a business up for a farmer's market or a side business at their home for seniors or for uh, students, uh, young children, uh, mothers that want a, a second income. Like there's all these different ways to look at it that, that I wasn't thinking of. And he's right. There's, um, I remember it, it was a chore because there was no one else that was doing gluten-free trying to figure out how, what products to try first, uh, what kind of packaging, what pricing that we should do. Uh, my ex-husband and I sat down one night, what, what we thought was a few hours, but it turned out like eight hours later, and we set up a spreadsheet so that we took each item that we used and put it on the spreadsheet and then calculated through the spreadsheet what the cost per item was from uh, one cup down to one teaspoon. And then he designed another spreadsheet so that for each recipe, we were able to break it down so that we knew how much it cost us to make that product um, for the uh, cost of the oven, the cost of the rent, the cost of the labor to make that product. So at the end, we knew what to price that item at. But that was um, using other people's talents and skills. But somebody might not think about that. And it was an eye-opener. I did that for, uh, when I was in Panama, I did that for the cheese bread that we were seeing. Because I hadn't done that for a while. And the cheese bread that I was selling, I was selling it as uh, 50 cents a low floss. So... It's something that someone, if they're going into business, should look into. But there's all different things that people are so good at, and they don't think that it's that it's um, uh, worth anything. But it is. Um, I have a way that when I set up a business, and I've set up a couple now, and... I look at it from all odds. But you have to also think that when you are um, setting up a business is that just because 
you have items that they think you think that the the customers want might not be the items now if you're stuck and hard-headed and stubborn like I am sometimes and think that that's that's what they're gonna have and that's it you're gonna do really bad but if you're able to look at it ask your customers if you don't want this what would you like so that you you cater to your customers and they feel that love that you're giving them they feel that you are thinking of them they feel they know that you're trying to please them they're going to be return customers over and over again so look at what what you're you're good at uh i remember uh two or three times throughout the throughout the week that I was there I would work through that list and I, I'd come up with different ideas each time and the thing is is that I'm good at a lot of things I'm great at some things and I'm terrible at others and I work really hard to recognize what are my strengths and I'm gonna have to bow down and instead of doing everything myself try and find a person that is as good at their uh, strengths as I am at mine and hire them so they can do the thing that we want done ten times as fast and ten times better than I can so I just have to admit the fact that I, I'm not excellent at everything that's all so anyways that's what today is about is if you're in a spot where you have to refocus or, or take a new direction in your life, make a list. Make a list of things you absolutely want to do and things you absolutely don't want to do. I don't want to clean my house. I don't want to organize. I don't want to go through the shed. I don't like doing dishes. I don't like ironing and I don't doing, like doing laundry. And the funny thing is, is when I moved down here, the gentleman that I was dating, that was, I made sure that they knew that first off. And I don't like cooking. And the thing was, is I didn't like cooking because I cooked for 12 hours a day. But by the time I came home, I didn't want to see an oven or fridge or anything. I was not interested in food whatsoever. So that part's probably changed. But make a list of what you, what you are absolutely passionate about and absolutely dislike and will avoid at all costs. Now take that list of stuff that you're absolutely passionate about and see how you can do a business. See how you can make a living from that. Because I'll tell you, if you have something that you're absolutely passionate about and love to do, you'll never ever have a job again. You'll have a lifestyle and, and a living that gives you joy day in and day out so with that I'm gonna leave I'm still at the beach and I guess we're gonna be checking out I had a wonderful two days here but I, I miss my birds I miss my stray dog called Bob I miss everything so but it is nice it is heavenly to come to the beach and know